Hey Monty. Yar Monty. Yo. Right here man. Oh wow Faisal. Didn't recognize you with that mock haircut man. Yeah yeah right. Very funny okay. Rabia likes it bro. All right chill. By the way I hope your flight was okay. Come let's go. Yeah it was fine. Bye. Are you ready for the drive of your life? As in in your new sports car? Yeah baby. You're just about to witness something called speed. Bro that sounds crazy. Can't wait. But how fast can it be? This is Dubai Monty. The land of automobiles and buildings. Are you ready? That's important. Totally. Oh, I have adrenaline rushing in every cell of my body. Well, let's go then. Is it dead? No, dude. Just, just chill. We, we didn't hit the cat. You can open your eyes now. Oh, thank God. But you can't drive so fast, man. We almost died there. My entire life flashed in front of my eyes right now. I'm not even kidding you. Hmm. What happened? Yeah, Monty. A few lives flashed in front of my eyes too. But. None of them were mine. What do you mean? My family, bro, Monty. My family. Uh, you know, I, I, I saw my family living on the road. I mean, one stupid mistake and all because of my thrill for speed. I can't risk their future, dude. I mean, I have a seven-month-old son. I have spent so much money in buying this house, sports car, so many other luxuries. While in actuality, I should have first made sure. that i've secured my wife my daughter and my son you know everyone kept telling me to get insurance but <laughs> you know me na i i never listened bro you know sunny also tried to explain to me to at least get a term one for starters to just get a hang of it but yaar and i kept delaying it yaar it's not too late fazal you can even get one now and get the best one for you and your family come let's go home Can't wait to eat Rabia Bhabi's dry fruit khir. Want me to drive? <laughs> nice try, bro. Come, let's go home. You are listening to PolicyBazaar.ae's The Policy Project. We've got you covered. Hello. Welcome to a brand new episode of PolicyBazaar.ae's The Policy Project. My name is Annie, the host of this podcast and your go-to person for all things insurance. Hope you're doing well. I know the weather can get a little toasty out there, but what Faisal did could have completely roasted him. I mean, I think that was a close call. What you just heard was the story of Faisal, an NRI who's living in Dubai, and Monty is his friend who's, you know, visited him from India. Usually as both you and I know, A story takes a very exciting turn during climax whether it's Bollywood or Hollywood but in this case it came to a screeching halt 
and i think that made our hero mr faisal realize the importance of securing his family's future by getting a term insurance so what is a term insurance term insurance is like borrowing an umbrella you hope you never need it but it's always there to protect you when it rains right that's kind of nice or when life throws unexpected surprises you know i am an adept learner but one thing that i know for sure is that i'm not an expert in term insurance that's why to provide more insights i've invited joseph terence who's the business head life of policybazaar.ae he's got over 20 years of experience in this industry and he's going to join me on the policy project in today's episode joseph is actually going to cover various aspects of term insurance including things like and questions we always have what to do what not to do how to choose and what to choose when it comes to term insurance so without wasting any more time let's welcome joseph to the show hi joseph welcome to policybazaar.ae's the policy project it's so nice to have you on the show hi ani it's my pleasure to be here joseph how many years have you been in this industry per se so i started working in insurance for around 20 years back and about 15 plus years in life itself so i started my career wow. here in uae as insurance executive in a non life division handling primary claims for general accidents and you know public liability policies and then moved into life side where i started with product development you know all those things and my last role in my previous organization was basically taking care of underwriting operations and claims currently with policy bazaar for some time uh, handling the business head role uh, managing the life business and uh, i will start off with the questions right away joseph who is an ideal candidate to opt for term insurance is it for everyone everybody is a candidate anybody who is a earning member is a candidate for term insurance if you earn no matter what's your age you should buy a term insurance that's a basic oh that's lovely what about parents uh, who have already started accounts for their children so the children are sort of earners can then the parents help children also get term insurance at a very young age right so there are two ways to look at it first if uh, the children they are still in college there is a limited amount of cover that some insurance companies provide for student but not all companies provide that okay so once you start earning that is the time usually they provide so basically the person who is insured has to be underwritten financially and medically right so so the coverage depends and the amount of coverage also varies depending on what is your status like status in a sense are you a earning member or a non earning member sure how much coverage do i need as the sole earning member of my family the thumb rule is if you are in age like below 40 mm-hmm. 20 times your annual salary is what we recommend if you're above 40 45 then about 15 times and then as age goes it goes to 10 times so your basic principle or a thumb rule that you should follow when you buy a term insurance is okay if i'm like for example if i'm age 30 and if something happens to me what happens to my if i'm married and i'm with kid what happens to my right. wife what happens to my uh, daughter will my family be able to provide so that is the sure. consideration that you do and when you buy term insurance you should look at okay if something happens to me my family's lifestyle should not change for another couple of years that is one basic uh, rule and second 
to add on to that you add if you have any liabilities or debts so that is something that you know they can pay off uh, that is the amount that you add to the term insurance basic coverage actually yeah basic coverage is uh, a huge responsibility to begin with and i'm really glad we're having this conversation what are the benefits then of getting term insurance so the basic benefit is a death benefit that's built in the term insurance that's okay. like a pure vanilla thing which means in case you die anything happens to you your family gets a benefit now mm. there are a couple of living benefits also that is added to the term insurance product for example a permanent total disability which means in case you are totally disabled not able to do anything that you are qualified or anything totally disabled then uh, the company right. pays either full amount or a 50% amount depending on the insurance and what you have taken another added benefit is a critical illness uh, rider which means if you are diagnosed with any critical illness post taking a policy the insurance company pays a lump sum out to maintain your treatment or you know all the expenses that you go through Uh, right. if you diagnose right. with kindergarten so so these are two basic living benefits that it's added to the term insurance product along with the death then okay there are some other riders like accidental death temporary total disability uh, all those but i would say yeah these two riders permanent total disability and critical illness are the two important riders you know it does give hope to many of them uh, because there are incidents or accidents or the situations in life that you do come across that's it not in your control so if term insurance can give you that sort of support and i think that is um, highly highly beneficial can my insurance premium change in the future in case my health deteriorates or i'm diagnosed with uh, any kind of worse sort of illness i mean you've already mentioned that but uh, is there something where i need to keep these things in mind because it may increase the premium not actually so what we do is as underwriters what we do is when we take up your application when you subscribe for an insurance or when you put up your application we assess you that time we assess you medically and we assess you financially medically for a reason what is your present condition and based on that if you have a condition or if you if we think you might have a condition we might probably give a little bit of extra loading into the plan which means your premiums might be slightly higher it becomes a substandard case and financially whether you we should be giving you that coverage or not we do not want anti selections here yeah so once the plan is underwritten and it is in force uh, your health condition doesn't change the premium premium wise unless you have not i mean if you've hidden something which you know of that right. changes the whole scenario then the policy becomes void actually oh so you're saying if i've been smoking cigarettes which i have avoided telling you and then there is a condition that crops up because of smoking cigarettes then that could be an issue see uh, if you've declared as smoker your rates can change there are few companies which differentiate uh, smoker non smoker some companies have a non differentiated rates like whether you smoke you don't smoke up to 20 cigarettes they usually allow it as sim- simple rate same rate i'm glad with that uh, <laughs> special information <laughs> you're sharing okay right and again smoking doesn't mean just cigarettes it also mm. means whether you vape you have you use e-cigarettes you do hookah right. cigar anything right yeah so if you've not declared and there's a condition so usually what they i mean insurance companies are usually very much uh, i mean they don't 
they don't nag so much. So I should say, yeah, they would charge you an extra rate at the kind of whenever the incident happened. That is something they might do and mm. they do, but it is not a rule. They can decline for but wow. yeah, usually they don't. Wow. So which means if I do declare that I am a regular smoker vis-a-vis not a smoker too much, then that also affects my premium amount in the beginning. And so people can escape from mentioning this in the beginning. I would suggest no, because if there is a differentiated rate, I might send you for a medical examination. Right. And if there's a coating test done and I figure out and then, you know, it's it's not a good sign. Now, the fact that I'm going to declare this, whether I am a smoker or a drinker, um, is that also then going to be part of my record and may be used against me when it's time for my family, say, in the event of, an, of a death or in the event of a disease that does come up, a lifestyle disease or any of that kind? Uh, does that mean that it can then be used against me? It can be used. Yes, it is recorded. Every statement that you make, whether it is smoker, your health condition, everything is recorded. Right. It will be used, but not adversely. Like it is not going to be used okay. against you. It'll, it is going to help you and your family on the claim side. If you've not declared and we figure out, that's trouble. Um, I mean, I, my simple word is if you have a condition, if you smoke, if you drink, please declare it sincerely because term insurance, one product, the benefits, and you're not going to enjoy the benefits most of the time. It's it's, it's your family right. and it's for their security and well-being. So sure. Sure. let them get that benefit and just to save a couple of the rooms to not you know hide any information. Anything that is recorded and we issue a policy based on what you have declared, right. which means we are liable to pay claims whenever okay. a claim happens and whether it is because of smoking or whatever conditions that you've declared. It is never going to be used against you. It's 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 on record. Well, that does come as a good source of uh, not only information, but hope uh, for those who still haven't taken up maybe term insurance. They must look in this direction very, very seriously. I'm sure buying... A term insurance in the Middle East versus buying a term insurance in India will have its own extra benefits. Can you tell us about that too? So two differences, I would say. One is the currency depreciation part, wherein if you buy from UAE or if you buy from India, your value, actual value of that particular product decreases. For example, if I had taken a 1 million dirham policy 20 years back, that time it would be worth about uh, 1.2 crores and today it's about 2.2 crores. So that is one difference. Second, if you're buying a policy in UAE, you have, I mean, you don't pay tax. There are differentiations. If you're taking from India, one is the differentiation in the taxations uh, plus your depreciation in the value. Most importantly, wherever you're buying, you should buy it from the geography that you're living in. Your mortality rates are, it's just not a factor of death per thousand, but it also includes the lifestyle, your accessibility to the healthcare. So that is how the pricing or the mortality rates are defined. And if you are living in UAE, I would suggest you take it from UAE uh, rather than taking from India. I mean, everybody has a question that, you know, tomorrow I'm going to return back. But whether you're here or no. there, uh, if you buy a policy here, from here, you can still continue paying wherever in the world you shift to. But that also doesn't change the fact that uh, despite being a resident of UAE, if the death or the last few days have happened in India, that doesn't change anything of the term insurance that I have taken from the Middle East. 
No. So, uh, in EY, whatever policies that we issue have a worldwide coverage. Right. Worldwide coverage means anywhere in the world, uh, you, I mean, the person passes away, we will pay, except for if it is a war or, you know, those exclusions are there, uh, if uh, those countries. And regarding the payouts also, if your beneficiaries anywhere in the world, we will pay out, except for sanctioned countries. If there's a sanctioned country, we're not allowed to pay into that country. But for mostly for Indians, yes, uh, we can definitely pay out. And death any, happens anywhere, whether in India or in UAE or in probably in the United States, uh, it is definitely paid out. All right, that's wonderful. The last question uh, for today's session I have for you is, what all is covered in a term insurance plan? So, the, as I said, the basic benefit is death due to any cause, whether it's sickness, it is accident, right. whatever. It is covered. And plus, if you have taken any supplementary benefits like permanent total disability, critical illness, mm-hmm. so those are covered. The only thing is you have declared everything and it should be in the, you know, the terms and condition that it is covered. It should not be part of the exclusions. I must say that was very informative. Thank you so much for those amazing insights, Joseph. This now brings me to our next segment and the segment is called Ask Away. This is where we take the most commonly asked questions by our lovely customers and try to answer them with the help of our expert. Now, if you're anything like me and have questions about insurance and personal finance, then you don't need to fret anymore. Just ask away. Slide into our DMs on Instagram at PolicyBazaarUAE or you can also reach out to us via any other social channel and we're going to try our best to answer your queries in our next episode. Speaking of which, today's episode, we're going to tackle all the term insurance questions that have been flooding our inbox. All right, the question. This one is from Rishabh Gupta. He's an engineer. Rishabh asks, what's the maximum number of years for which I can be insured under a term insurance policy? And also, what's the minimum? Are these time periods, he also wants to know, different for UAE and India? Uh, usually the minimum is five years that we say, unless it is a mortgage policy, the maximum goes from 30 to 35 years, though some companies definitely allow you to take more than that. But usually it's 30 to 35 years maximum term. As term says, it is for a definite period. It has to be defined as like a period. So 35 is something that is a thumb rule. And yes, in India, as well as in UAE, more or less it's the same time period. I'm really glad we're having this conversation. The next question, it comes from Kajal Ayer in Doha. She's a housewife and she asks, can term insurance policies be surrendered or terminated? And are there any penalties or charges if I surrender my term insurance policy, she wants to know? Uh, To answer it very simply, no. Uh, There are no surrender charges, but yes, you can surrender it. It's Term insurance is like a prepaid policy that you're buying for a limited. It's like a pay-as-you-go line right, uh, that right. you subscribe for. So yes, it doesn't have a, a surrender value. There's nothing that you get when you surrender unless it is a policy which is called the cashback policy or okay. it says term insurance with return of premium. In that case, you might get a little amount back depending on uh, the product itself. But generally speaking, no, you're not getting anything back if you surrender your policy. Wow. Now that brings me to the final question of Ask Away. It's from Nisar Ahmed from Sharjah. He's a designer who's moved to Dubai just six months back. And he asks, it's usually said that investing early on is beneficial. Does the same then apply to getting term insurance as well? 
And what are the benefits of having a term insurance, he wants to know, especially if you were kind of starting off at the age of 25, when you've just maybe gotten into your first job or maybe started a business? Uh, definitely. The earlier that you start, the cheaper it turns out to be. So your premiums are set based on your start age. So the later in your age that you take, you might end up paying more premiums. For example, a 30-year-old might end up paying about uh, 300 dirhams, 400 dirhams for a, a million coverage. But whereas when he's, a f he's 40 for the same term, he might probably pay double of it. So the earlier you take, the better. Your health conditions deteriorate. You get a cheaper insurance when you buy younger. As you grow old, you have other conditions that come in. So, you know, chances of getting rated up increases. Uh, when you're young, you're fit and healthy. And uh, yep, start from that day, I would say. The earlier, the better. That was really good. A wonderful session indeed. Thank you so much for joining us, Joseph. Uh, thank you, Annie. Well, it was a really interesting talk. See you soon. And that's a wrap from my side. Rishabh, Kajal, Nisar, they've got their answers. But when it comes to you... If you have any questions about insurance and personal finance, then simply ask away. What you've got to do is DM us on Instagram, follow at UAE, or reach out to us via any other social channel. And we're going to try our best to answer your queries in our next episode. As of today, I hope that you are now completely aware about the concept of term insurance. This is me, Annie, signing off. I'm going to catch you in the next episode now with more information coming straight from the industry experts themselves. Till then... Take care and stay tuned. You were listening to PolicyBazaar.ae's The Policy Project. We've got you covered.